0: You know what that was called? We we talked a lot about Gunner right there. That was organized chaos. <laughs> that was or- just like special teams. Organized chaos. Kiss. Now, Chris, chime time. I know you wanted to get into – you're big into the dork world of, of Damn uh, right. Rich Keith and alternate universes. I don't really play in that world. I started watching The Flash on TV for a while, and I loved it until they hired like six different alternate universes with different flashes coming from one to the other. But you yeah, was would tough. like to – dabble in an alternate universe draft is that what i uh... yeah so Ooh. i i thought it would be interesting to
1: take a, a bit of an angle here uh, you can choose which whichever you will if what would you have done if you had stayed at 21 if yeah you had traded to 29 would you have picked somebody other than cole strange doctor strange a uh, doctor strange in the multiverse of multiverse of madness is actually going to be coming into theaters uh right around the time this podcast goes live so i'm more excited about you- that
0: than i am cole strange
1: so you and I both. How dare you? Uh, or, or would you have pulled a second Bill Belichick and then traded down from 29 into the second round and tried to draft Cole Strange there?
0: Well, well, wait a minute. You're you're missing the, the – you left out an option. An um, option. It was a drum that I was beating hard. Oh, trade uh, up. Or, or would you
1: have traded up in the draft?
0: Right. I was beating drum hard. Nothing else. Just a drum that yep. I was beating. Just a drum, yes. I it was a small drum. So very it was small. a large Snare drum, drum. Very, a huge drum. You need your feet and your hands. One of those kinds of drums um, Ooh, pedal. Okay. Yes. Pedal drum. So everybody told me the reason I couldn't trade up for Jamison Williams or anybody else, an impact blue chip player was that, no, they got too many holes. They need all these picks. Which we is just too articulated weak. that Nonsense. they took 10. They took 10 players and we've decided that maybe one, two, two and a half will contribute in 2022. So why could you not have traded those picks that aren't going to play to get an impact player earlier in the draft? On top of that,
1: uh, to add to your point there, Andy, not only did you get 10 players where only maybe two or three tops will contribute this year, you got a bunch of players at positions you didn't even necessarily need. You drafted two running backs. You really only needed to draft one. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a Damian Harris contingency plan as it is,
0: anyways. So that's minute. an extra. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Time out. All tight. Give me a quick 20. Give me a quick twenty. Um. Yep. We didn't need a running back at all. No, no, no. Mm. I, I understand. But looking ahead, I understand whoa, 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 whoa. this is how Bernic operates. I, quick 20. No, I, no, I quick believe that's, that's a handy. that's
2: an agree to disagree. Okay.
0: Quick 20. Um, you know what? You know what kind of teams look ahead.
2: Uh, good, Bad, good teams. teams.
0: Bad teams. Smart but teams. Good teams have the ability to look ahead. Bad teams are dumb when they look ahead. So mm-hmm. in the old days, when Bill Belichick drafted Nate Solder a year before Matt Light left, genius. Big genius. brain. When They're, he drafted, yeah. um, let's say James White a year before Shane Vereen leaves, because Shane Vereen has a big Super Bowl and gets a little money. Big brain. Right. Genius. Mm-hmm. Um when you don't measure up, and some people think you're the twelfth best team in your conference that is littered with elite talent all over the field, you can't be thinking for twenty twenty three. You don't you 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 don't
1: have that luxury. Well, so in my head, then, but what if it wasn't for twenty twenty three, right? What if his plan is to trade Damian Harris before the season starts?
2: Oh, I no 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 no.
1: I don't. And then and I, then you're rolling with Ramondre and Pierre Strong. In, in what in the Laquan. hell are you
0: talking about? You're trading arguably one of their. Most proven, solid. i one of the best. One saying, of the
2: best pros. I, I can't. I can't. I'm say just that. saying.
0: What if he is involved? At,
1: you know, and this is me being fanboy optimism now. What if he is involved in a big trade to bring a more high-profile player here? I see. I
2: can't see that. I can't see that happening. And Andy, I understand why you don't like the concept of pantry stocking when there are more obvious needs right now for the 2022 you're team. I okay, yes, yes,
1: you are starving. But
2: at the same but at the same oh guys, come on, let's not pretend that they didn't go ten and seven. Let's not pretend that they still don't have talent. I don't think that yeah, they yeah, – just because they went ten they, and
1: seven last year doesn't mean you're gonna go ten and seven
0: I, again. I don't
2: I didn't necessarily say that they would. I don't think they're gonna go ten and best seven team. this year. Spoil-
0: In- I believe Fitzy. Yep. You in our previous segment went on a J E T S Jets, Jets 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 rampage telling me how good a draft they had. They, I agree that's, with you that's, first time
2: ever. I actually agree with you. It's first an honest assessment. Day. You can't you yep. cannot do anything but think that they shot a laser from the freaking moon at the draft agree. and blew it up. So Fitzy. Yeah.
0: Give me a ranking of the teams in the AFC
2: East based upon their talent. Oh man, that's the Buffalo Bills, followed by okay. Uh, a rugby scrum of three teams that are going to have to emerge from the dogfight of 2022 to prove who the, I can't you tell you being a Poonani
0: right now. And you know, there's a, there's a chance that the Patriots are the fourth
2: most talented team right they're, now. They're, I, so you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, Not I am. Kind Andy. Of chance you want. No, no, I'm telling you straight up. I can tell you a bunch of things I know, or at least I believe the jets are going to do well this year, including bumping Corey Davis down to a third and fourth receiver, having Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore—that's elite-level talent at the position. We don't—it all—it all hinges on whatever a little Zachy boy Q, QP Pie does at quarterback this year. They got a great running back room now with Michael Carter and Brees Hall, who's a certified bona fide stud. And then you look at their defense. Secondary's not bad. Linebacking core is okay, but their D line with Quinn and Nelson. And then you actually—if Carl Lawson comes back to help, lined up opposite whatever the potential of Jermaine Johnson is, like. Jets aren't going to suck. Everyone needs to prepare for it to rain frogs on the first day of the 2022 season. Up is the new down, left is the new right. The Jets. May not suck that bad anymore. Okay, so has... What you could have done, what you could have done, is you could have stolen some of that talent mm. because the Jets weren't going to
1: draft Cole Strange, and you could have taken Jermaine Johnson. So why at do you think? So you could have th- taken away one of their favorite players on their board, a top ten player on their board. You could have got him at twenty one. Right. You could have put him opposite Matt Judon, and you could have had two double digit sack guys. And
2: instead, you went with a guard. You
1: went with a freaking
2: guard okay so (laughs) you went with the guard come on guys come on i get i'm just as i'm just as upset about it now but let's like instead of trying to like instead of like try crying about it why don't we now deduce or at least like try to figure out for just a minute let's crawl into the bizarre library of lightning and owls and footballs and clocks that is bill belichick's mind and figure out just for a second what was he thinking what like what, what? I can I can tell you what it is,
1: and I hit this. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna brush it off a little bit here because I'm gonna take a victory. Are lap. you popping a collar? I did, this, I did this months ago, and I told everybody, get ready, reset year. I was told I was I was a buffoon. I was dumb. There's no way Belichick would hit the reset button. Why tank. would we ever do that? We already no 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 no. Yeah, we you and I had this very uh, specific discussion. I believe the phrase was
2: tank tank adjacent.
1: Yeah, more or less. Wiggy said tank. I said reset. And it is because you are full resetting this year. This team, this roster, just not good enough. I'm sorry. It's not going to get you to the playoffs. It's not going to get you anywhere close. And on top of that, what happens next year? He he, he loses. He <laughs> takes a, some money off the cap. Ends up with $100 million in cap, has some more draft picks, lets his rookies that he that he really liked, right, the guys that he was high on come in and develop for a year so that they're ready for 2023, and then all of a sudden maybe you're a competitor in 2023 because you struck on a couple free agents, you lost a couple guys that you didn't really need anymore and were probably bad signings, and your rookies have started to grow. Okay,
0: That's best-case scenario. He, you know he has a boss, right? Yep. He has a boss that is the boss, Robert yep. Kraft. And he mm-hmm. has made it quite clear he expects to contend every year. He was that's N- not happening. Not happy that they
2: didn't make the playoffs. No uh he hell. he was he was not to pull from one of my favorite 1980s movies. He won't stand for baloney, you know. He won't right? well, like no no like he was not going to be happy. He, he's not either. No, see, I can't see it. Can't so is he be on board with a tank? No, Sean, God, no. You can cover it can't craft be a reset, and craft Sean. You can't go full reset I, this year. It has to be.
1: What? There's no other explanation to this because you didn't address the – you didn't draft a single linebacker when everyone on the planet has talked about how you need to get faster at linebacker. Well, they're excited take about the a guys they have.
2: A- exactly. Shime, this is this oh, yeah. is a... well, I'm
1: real excited about Raquan McMillan and Jawan Bentley as my line. Well, oh, I oh, happen great. to know for I'm a fact so they're happy. fans
2: of yours, Shime. So shame on you. No, I mean, this it's is true. to me like listen, honestly, like, I don't know if this is Bill just being Bill. Andy, you were you worked for the organization for 20 years. Yep. I'm a peripheral we'll uh part-timer down there, mostly like you said, engaged in the fan service. But as far as like the inner workings inside the the sanctuary and the way bill and company go about business, you'd probably have the greatest clue as to any of us. I I don't think in any way, shape or form, this is a rebuild. This is a full reset, or this is a tankaroo year at all. If anything Shime, I think he believes in that same way. Like remember when they got there, remember when they got beat pretty roundly by Houston in December of 2020. And we were all shocked because we thought they were clearing out a path to the playoffs but then Houston and Sean Watson put on a clinic and ate their lunch. And Belichick said after the game, like, well, we threw for 350 yards. That was one of those things where it's like, yeah, but Bill, you lost. Like, he just gets hooked on these things sometimes, these numbers, these players, these ideals. And I think he truly believes that because they spent draft capital and money on these linebackers that he'll be damned if he doesn't see what he still has in Josh Uche and Raekwon McMillan and Terrez Hall and a uh, re-signed Juwan Bentley and process. Cameron McGrown. Like, I, 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 it may be a bad process, but he also might strike gold. Either that or they truly believe these guys can play because w- he isn't just zagging for the sake of it because everyone else said, okay, Bill, time to zig. I like, no, I think he's a little too set in his ways. He's like,
1: these are the guys at the top of my board. All I heard after the draft, too, uh, the media doesn't realize how short of a board the Patriots have. Just because you have a short board doesn't mean you need to overextend to acquire those guys. That is, sh- That's, that is bad.
2: And as charcuterie guys shine, we both know you can make a great board out of a long board. You can make a bad charcuterie board out of a long board. You can make a tremendous charcuterie board on a short board. It's just a matter of who those guys are. And I think what vexed Patriots fans and has flummoxed us up to this point is the fact that there were all of these quality players that everyone else who watches football, analyzes football, mock drafts, football has played football, uh, other general managers, coaches, They all said, these are the guys that we think belong at the top of the board or that can fill needs on our team, albeit a different system. And Belichick said, yeah, we have different guys. Like, I understand other teams have won the Super Bowl. I understand there are many different ways to skin a cat. But why in the world would he have a short board full of other guys when you would think that short board would be stocked full of the talent everyone else said was ready and available to come out? That's the thing that I'm still trying to, like, figure out. I believe that he believes what he's doing is right. These are good football players does. with
0: the skill set they want, the mentality they want, the value they want, all of those things. It doesn't mean he's right. And as his boss man has pointed out, his drafting has been hmm, questionable at best. Over the last no, I, will,
1: I would venture to say outside of last year, it has been subpar.
0: Yes. And Robert said that
2: basically, I was trying to be nice. Um And the crazy thing, Andy, (laughs) is that last year they drafted, they did this nutty thing last year. They drafted for need and did a lot of trade-ups and best available. And they end up hitting multiple home runs that have reset a portion of the base of this team and given it a competitive future going forward. So I, so we all thought like, all right, the other voices in the room, I know Ziegler was there, he's gone, but Elliot Wolfe and Matt Groh, like, they're, they're influencing Bill and in the draft process the right way, and then it just returns right back to one of these, like, ah, everyone else said George Pickens, or John Mechie, or uh, Christian Watts, whatever, like, I know some of those guys were gone in advance, but everyone else said these are the receivers, or these are the corners. And- yeah,
1: I'm fine with the him not picking people that we have deemed great. Right. Right. I'm okay with that. But do it at positions that you needed more and of our more value, right? If he goes out and takes a lineman similar to what the Saints did a couple years ago, they trade it up and they take Marcus Davenport at a I don't I think it might have been like South Dakota State or something no, no, stupid I think he like was, that. uh
0: University of Texas San Antonio, I think.
1: That Sure, yeah. yeah. So like UTSA, right? So he is – it's it's a guy that probably wasn't as high on a lot of people's draft boards, but he had conviction about it at a position you desperately needed. Instead, you took a step back by trading away Sha- Shaq Mason, and you barely took a step forward by drafting a guard in the first round. If he had took some no-name if, – if Cole Strange was a defensive end that he loved at a UT Chattanooga, I'm here for it. I, if he was a cornerback, he loved out of UTSA. I'm here for it. I, that's what bugs me. Is it's not. It's not the player. It's not. It's not not having him on the draft board. It's that you didn't address the bit. You only addressed an area of need that you created.
2: Let me t- and let me tell you, uh, in moments of the draft or auxiliary content surrounding the draft that really chapped my ass. Watching the video that the Buffalo Bills. And look at them just like, you know, high, high on the hog. Look at them, the cock of the walk. They are just like on top of the roost these days. The video that they released via their social media of their pre-draft meeting with Kair Ilam, the cornerback out of uh, they Florida. Loved they love this kid. He pres- In addition to the fact that he has all the tools, that he's got the right size and a high compete and played, you know, in the NFL of college football, the SEC, this kid comes into their pre-draft meeting with a book that he has prepared himself on coverages, schemes, things he did wrong, showcasing ways that he has tried to correct it. This kid's basically posturing himself as like somebody who would uh, you know, subscribe to the TB 12 times of playing a cornerback. like hes like consumes and devours football. You would think that somebody like that would scream Belichick and Patriots so badly. They would move heaven and earth and anything else that stood in the way to get him, as opposed to, no disrespect to Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, Marvin Jones, uh, Nora Jones, or anyone else, Indiana Jones, I don't care. you think when you have that level elite talent, but no, you'd get after Neelam, and instead, they fall in love with a guard, and I don't care how good Cole Strange is, people. I think all of us here, and I hope everyone listening right now on the first episode of Six Rings can agree, Cole Strange might very well turn out to be a good football player, but you could have found 85% of what Cole Strange does later on, and you're going to have a harder time, finding 100 to 120% of what you needed in the earlier rounds, and you had the chance, and the Pats decided to pursue a different path. Just like we've decided
0: to pursue a different path and call ourselves Six Rings and Football Things, your new favorite Patriots podcast. We're all family here. We're all angry here. I guess not everybody. I guess there are some Patriots fans who, I'll say, are twisting themselves into a more positive take in Bill We Trust take. Uh, they're better fans than Fitzy. They've been able to conjure up positive reactions to the draft. To I don't know. I
2: don't know why that has to be about me. But go ahead. You you just keep doing Andy Hart things.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna. It's part what, of the new whatever
2: whatever here. whatever it is that fills that little black licorice jelly bean that you call a heart with happiness. Go right ahead.
0: <laughs> it, it may grow three sizes and still have plenty of room in that cavity to keep on growing. Um, but if you want to keep listening to the off. Uh, excuse me. Oh, first time I said it. Like Quarter the A- in the, the jar, Rangers. kid.
2: Quarter in the jar, Andy.
0: San Diego Chargers, the Oakland Raiders, and the Off Day Podcast. No longer we are Six Rings and Football Things. Follow us on Twitter. Nick Fitzy Stevens. What are you, Fitzy GFY on Twitter?
2: Don't pretend that you don't know. You clap back you. at you and quote
0: tweet it. every other thing that oh, I, tweet. I do I, Occasionally. I'm at Jumbo Hart. <laughs> He's Shime Time, right? Yep. yep.
1: Nailed it. And We'll hey, uh,
0: right. we be Six Rings and Football Things on Twitter at some point, but our uh technological people are catching up with the talents as i always like to say Mm -hmm. we are just giving hot takes on the 2022 nfl draft and some point they will catch up with us but listen to the podcast on odyssey.com the odyssey app or as fitzy likes to say wherever the hell you damn well please and like to listen to your podcasts
2: proudly part of the 2400 sports movement at odyssey as well spotify uh your favorite apple wherever you get your pods